What is up, you guys? Welcome to the Next Level You podcast. I am your host, Aubrey Thomas, and I am an intuitive mindset coach for women who know they are meant for more. This is a podcast community for women reaching new levels in love, business, health, and so much more. This is about becoming next level you greatness. So I will be featuring bold women from all walks of life who are answering the call and choosing to rise up. In this podcast, we dive deep into the realness of what it takes to get to the top. So stay tuned for tips, tricks, and inspiration for the average, not so average female badass. A place where we can reach new levels together. I cannot wait to bring on today's guest. She is a business alchemist for high achieving female entrepreneurs, and she's on a mission to empower as many women as she can to shift into the woman they know they are meant to be. In flow with the mindset of abundance and grounded by foundational business strategy to help you achieve your deepest desires. Today, we will be talking about the woo, and she shares her perspective of what it's really all about. Please welcome Sarah Rose. Thank you so much for being here, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. I'm excited to have this conversation today. I am too. And I think that what you have to bring to the table today is really important to talk about. So first and foremost, I just kind of want our audience to, to know a little bit about you and what you do, and then we can dive into all the details. Yes. Well, like you said, I'm Sarah Rose and I'm a business alchemist. Let's turn your business into gold. (laughs) Um, I love working with female entrepreneurs from all over the world um, who have this call inside of them that they know they're meant for something more. And we, we turn that seed of an idea. We turn an ordinary business into something extraordinary. And that's what I'm all about. I love it. Amazing. And where did you first find this passion for helping women? Where did this stem from? I think it's been my whole life. Um, Growing up, my mom was a single mom of three kids and six figures in debt uh, to the lawyers from the divorce situation, no child support. And I just watched her struggle and turn her hardship into fortune. She ended up making multiple seven figures within um, becoming a pioneer in the network marketing space. And so it's, it's in my blood. It's how I grew up and watching her make such an impact on other women around the world. And sitting in her audience and, and taking in how people were responding to her. I thought, you know what, what a, what a powerful calling in life is, is to make an impact and to make a difference and to help women see that there is another way. And I love men. I'm, I'm happily married. But my mom always said never depend on a man. And I did not take that mm-hmm. advice. When I had my daughter stay-at-home mom, everything was great. I didn't have an income coming in. I didn't need one, I thought. Um, but then we had a financial crisis and we lost everything. And I had to go back to work. And what I had done before wasn't necessarily what I wanted to do going forward. And I spent some time, a lot of time reflecting on where I wanted to go and what that next chapter looks like. And I went, you know what? I don't ever want to go through this again. And I want to make sure that as many women around the world are being protective and taking control of their financial destiny so they don't have to experience this level of hardship either. Wow. So long story short. Yeah, (laughs) no, that's super powerful. And I think that especially as women, we oftentimes fall into a place where we don't have our power. We don't fully access our power. And I know we were speaking about this briefly, but I would love if you would touch on 
kind of what where you were at in that low and then how you decided to rise up what got you back on your feet and deciding to fully take your power back and go for it that's a great question well you know when you're standing in the fire you can't really see any of the opportunities that are around you and it's easy to fall into this victim mentality and it's like screaming at the sky like why me why me and this whole like sense of resentment and blame and anger and fear and anxiety and worry and I started getting panic attacks I thought I was having a heart attack and I had to go to the doctor they did an EKG to make sure it wasn't anything that serious it turns out it was a panic attack I had to go on medication for anxiety you know we went from having this antebellum 5,000 square foot house, having to move out and sell everything, taking a car back when it came to paying the electric bills or buying groceries or how we're going to pay the rent this month. You know, it, it, it got really dark and I lost a lot of friends because I wasn't able to entertain anymore or go out to lunch or go to yoga class or go have even a cup of coffee. Mm. Um, and then when a friend would say, oh, I'll, I'll pay for it for you, then that is even almost more soul destroying because you can't even buy a cup of coffee, you know, or treat a friend. It just got really, really dark, really, really dark. And I kind of just came back to my, my roots of personal growth and development of how my mom brought us up was always, you know, you can feel sorry for yourself for a few minutes, but then you got to like shift gears and go do something for somebody else to take your mind off yourself. And I thought, you know what, I, I got to get back into the personal growth and development. And I just started reading more books and listening to more podcasts. And I realized I'm not a tree. I can move. And I don't have to blame somebody else. And I can take control for my financial future. And all of a sudden, I started looking into options. And doors started opening and possibilities and potential and people coming into to my life. And I went, okay, I'm on a journey here, right? Mm. I still didn't give myself grace or patience or kindness to grow, I was still coming from this place of lack and forcefulness of we have to get this now. We have to build our lives back now. We have to get this now. And it was all about me mm. taking care of my family and what do I need to have right now? And I still couldn't see that together we all rise and by making a difference and making an impact and helping other people and giving more value, it comes back tenfold, right? Absolutely. The moment I realized this is a journey and not a, a sprint, everything changed. That's and so powerful. Enjoy it. Enjoy the learning. Enjoy the growth phase. And just being happy with what you've got while you're working towards achieving all that you want. And I think, I like that you brought that up because I think that we're always looking at the external. And oftentimes, the shift we need to make is just within ourselves. And then once that clicks into place, it's like, we can help our family, we can help our friends, we can help build whatever we need to build back up, but it's not gonna come from do, do, do. It's coming from who we shift into being internally. And then it, it, gets, it, it gets hard, it feels hard, it feels forced, you plateau, you burn out, and that's not good for anybody because it's just this forceful masculine energy of just go, 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 do, 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 do. I've gotta achieve this, I've gotta achieve this, and there's just no fun in that. And so from coming from a place of empowerment, I got this and I can do this and I'm going to make this happen. There were some results in that, but there's a lot more inner work, like you're saying, that needs to be done than just the action taking part of it. That's a big part. Sure. But I think when you combine the law of action with the law of attraction, that's where the magic happens. Mm. And how, taking it back, how did you balance that masculine feminine energy? At what point were you, did you recognize that you needed to tap into something other than this 
super business strategy only do, do, do mindset? I think it came in stages. So about a year and a half ago, I just, I, I was just so tired of the traditional ways of doing things. I joined with a network marketing company when I to go back to work and figure out like, where did I want to go forward? And I hit some pretty high achievements in that company, but it was doing things in the traditional way that just didn't resonate with me anymore. And I went, you know what, I, I can't do this the way that I've been doing it. And so I took a giant step back and I was like, how are all these people making six and seven figures in the online space? And so I started investing in courses and mentorships and digital courses and teachers and coaches and seminars and books and really took the last year and a half to go on this journey of self-discovery and figure out, okay, exactly how do I want to build a business? What do I want to do with it? What is achievable? And looking at things in a different way. And so now it's, it's just how I want to build a business. And out of that came wanting to mentor women in all walks of life because I love network marketing. I still am aligned with that company, but I still also want to work with women who have this dream in their heart and this soul and this calling that like, they know they're meant for something more, but they just don't know the steps to take to get there. And now that I know that, I can teach that. And I'm passionate about it. The second time that it happened was about a month ago. And I realized that all I was doing was teaching business strategy. And it was all business, all the time. And again, that like forced, masculine, dark, heavy energy kept coming up. And I was like, I, I can't do this. And it was another form of burnout, right? Took a few days off and just realized, you know what, there's no fun in this. I got to bring the feminine in. I got to dance and sing and have fun and play and be creative and flow and dream and, you know, take some time off for me and do the things that make me happy so I can not pour from an empty cup and show up as the best version of myself when I do want to take action and be consistent and be accountable. So it, it's been a blend of both and it's so much more fun now. <laughs> Isn't it? It's so much more fun. Yeah. I can so relate. I feel like growing up because i actually grew up in a house with um two other siblings and my mom was a single mom so there's three kids and no matter where you fall in that chain of kids you somehow take on this responsibility as a second parent and it puts you into this state of sometimes fight or flight at least for me and i ended up everything i was doing was very grind very hustle very like fight or fly i gotta get it you know do this do this do that and i wasn't really a girl's girl you know i didn't have an amazing relationship with my mom there was lots of resentment for me having to take over and it wasn't until a few years ago that i understood that i could have pleasure in my business and that it wasn't just strategy and it wasn't just crunching numbers there was so much more to it and the essence of your business we are we are women what where's our you know we have let's show that so for women listening i know what i do but for you how do you bring that feminine balance into your life what are some rituals or things that you do to kind of keep that flowing in your business Well, I'm all about the woo. And so I thought, you know what, if I love this so much outside of my business, why can't I bring that into it? And so I've got my space here where I've got my incense and my crystals and I do meditation every morning or yoga, have a cup of coffee, do some reading. I'm also taking a course to be, uh, become an NLP practitioner. Um, I'm going to be bringing that in to my business. I'm also like obsessed with human design and gene keys and studying about that. And, um, 
pull a tarot, light some incense, light a candle, and just make my space feel good. So you get into like a high vibe, you know, first thing in the morning, and then that just carries over into your business and your creativity and your content. It just flows, and it's not like, eh, post more about strategy and strategy. It's like, okay, now I'm having fun and more playful and more creative, and I, I'm like tapped in and tuned on, mm. uh, turned on to what I'm doing tuned in and turned on to what I'm doing. And I think that that, um, that resonates so much more with the audience. And, and even my clients are like, whoa, like, this is amazing. This is why we wanted to work with you in the first place. And they've seen the shift as well. So it's, mm -hmm. it's all around, you know, I think as, as coaches and mentors in business, we always talk about being in alignment and, and being your most authentic self. Mm -hmm. But I think until we hit that level of burnout in this dark place, and it's feeling forced that we realize that we haven't actually pulled back the veil to reveal our true selves because we don't want to piss somebody else off. Sorry. <laughs> or yep. um, hurt somebody's feelings or upset somebody. You know, I have somebody in my family who's extremely religious um, and I respect all beliefs, uh, but I grew up in that and I don't want to upset them or have them think that I'm going to burn in hell because I'm <laughs> playing with crystals oh. and reading hero cards. So I didn't, ever put that out there because I just I didn't want to upset this one person but then I'm like well hang on a minute they're posting about their beliefs and their perspective on things so they're doing themselves they don't care what my feelings are about that and the wow. second that I went you know what I, I'm just gonna like put it myself out there and be vulnerable and maybe this isn't for everybody but if it is I mean we're gonna we're gonna Chris. Right yeah yeah we're gonna we're gonna rock this I feel so connected to you right now because I also grew up in a religious home and that's something that, crazy. that I know. See, this is everything happens for a reason, guys. People come into your life for a reason. I grew up in a religious home and I get that that pressure of like when you start to tap into this, especially into this industry and you're like, everything is about being your authentic self. And I was like struggling for a while to find my voice and still am sometimes to, to fully let myself go worrying what is my family gonna think what am i gonna but it isn't until you do that and it's not about losing your family or driving a wedge between your family it's actually you being exactly who you are and coming from a place of pure love yes. eventually they will re react to that everything we're their reflection of you yeah and they'll get to that point so why yes. women <laughs> Oh, go ahead. Love, isn't it? And that's unconditional love is to let everybody be who they really are. Because if we were all the same, what a boring world this would be. Exactly. Not as easy as that, I know. But I think if you just do you and you're not harming yourself or anyone else, then you're making an impact. You're inspiring people to be them, their own true selves as well. And it's just, I think, a knock-on effect by doing that. Absolutely. So, and I went back to this, why, why women? What, what was the draw to women's specific business? And I know that's a funny question, but I just have to ask. I, I love working with my clients one-to-one. -one. I feel like we can totally be ourselves. We can be open. We can be vulnerable. We can, uh, one of my clients, we were like laughing and crying, having chills the other day when we were having this amazing conversation. And, and I just, I love that feminine energy. And I feel like with a dude, it's like, it's just not the same energy. And I, I feel like I would still have a wall up somehow. I don't know. It, it, it's, it's an energetic 
thing I feel. And then also within my group program, which is the Rose Alchemy Circle, it's a safe container for women to come and express themselves and to share their work and to understand that there is no such thing as a stupid question and to, to be vulnerable and real and raw. And I think as women, it's easier to do that just us. I think we have a special kind of power and a special kind of magic. And if we if we're in alignment with that, then, then that's our space, if that makes sense. I love that. I absolutely love that. It is, it's a sisterhood and a w- women connection is very special. Yeah. So I love that you hold space for that. And you said that you have a container and through leading women into their fullest expression, highest self, finding their purpose, taking back their power. I want to ask two questions. First, how has that impacted your life and what has come from stepping into that? And what do you see your clients gain as well? I think it's a level of confidence. It's, um, you know, if, if, if you study gene keys and human design, you, you know your type, and that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> but it's almost like once you've stepped into that confidence and you know your purpose and your passion and your mission and, and your why, and you own that and you stand in it and you show up in that space as the best level version of yourself, it's, it's like you're embodying your work. Your work becomes your life and your life becomes your work. And it is clarity, it's authenticity, it's freedom. And so I think it's done that for me. It, it's, it's almost like Phoenix out of the ashes. You know, I look back over the last few years of where we came from financially and I'm still not where I want to be. You know, that, that would not be any fun to have <laughs> arrived. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we keep growing, we keep rising. And when we, when we do that for others, it's just the most beautiful, sweet, amazing feeling that like, this is what I've come here to do. And in helping my clients find their purpose and get on their path to do the same, it's, it's again, that knock on effect. It's, mm-hmm. it's impacting the collective. It's impacting their families and their communities. And, you know, when I work with clients that are global, it's impacting the world, right? As, as long as we can show up as the best level version of ourselves and help others, it's, it's a richer life, I think. And, you can go to bed at night knowing that you're doing what you're called to do here in this life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's such a, it starts with the seed of yourself and what's so beautiful about personal development, about this world, about stepping into yourself for people listening that maybe, you know, are just starting out in their journey um, or, or dabbling with personal development. Once you feel that freedom and you feel the weight of the world lift off your shoulders and you heal that trauma it is like the most euphoric feeling in the world and you can't help but give that to someone you can't help but scream it like I want you to like you're like Oprah you're like you have a card and you have a card (laughs) you just like you just want to give it to everybody because it's the most liberating feeling and I think that that's why we do what we do and I just love your mission and love what you're bringing to the table and I think that the the impact that that will have I mean the climb doesn't end like you said and what you know what is your next level from here looking like what are your hopes and dreams to getting getting to the next realm like what's the climb like for you Oh, it's so exciting. I, I sat down the other day and did this exercise of reflecting on the last six months, but then also planning out for next year. And it's like putting things in perspective, like what are your priorities? What needs to be done first? Like you can have this bigger picture, but it's so easy to get overwhelmed in that. So you need to break it down into 
bite-sized actionable chunks, right? And so sitting down and listing out what are those priorities and then every day you know exactly where you need to show up. So putting this plan in place, it feels really good. It's really exciting. It's expanding the Rose Alchemy program expanding my one-to-one coaching. There's a book there. I'm getting certified in NLP and human design. There's a coach I've been wanting to work with for a while, so I'm going to be getting into her program in the new year. And what better time than during COVID when we're working more and more at home or you see that there is no such thing as job stability. There's no certainty in the world right now. Everything is just upside down crazy. We can't travel abroad right now anyway, so why not take the time, money, and energy and invest that in traveling back into yourself, self-discovery and getting to know who you really are and how you can rise to that next level by making an impact to others. And in my gene keys, I've learned that with this childlike fascination for learning, it's not ever about learning things for myself, it's about learning things to bring my clients into the audience, into the collective. And so it's just this never ending quest and thirst for how can I add more value? How can I look at this from a higher perspective and say, okay, here's the missing piece. And if we just move this, tweak this, like a chess game, right? Yeah. Then we win the game. And if you win, I win. And that's success for everybody. Absolutely. And how do you navigate the struggles along the way? Like, cause they're, you know, it's not, it's like when you get into the mindset that everything is possible for you, it doesn't mean that you don't bump up against things. So I guess the, the next thing that I kind of wanted to talk about was for people listening, if they're just starting out and they want to get to know themselves, they want to, you know, find a coach, a mentor, enter a program, how do they go about navigating finding their purpose? And how do they navigate the struggle that comes with that? Those are two different questions, right? So Completely. <laughs> Sorry, I'm throwing you all over the place. No, I love it. I love it. I'm just making sure. How do you find your purpose? Well, I would sit down and list out what your gifts are. What could you talk about for hours and hours and hours without looking at notes? What could you stay up all night talking to a girlfriend about? You know, you're just totally passionate about it. Then what do you love to do? In a perfect world of time and money were no object, what would you do every single day? And there's your answer. Now, most of my clients come to me with an idea of what they want to do or already a business that they just wanted to get to the next level. So that, that may be construed as a purpose, your idea or your gift that you want to monetize, but it's how do you package that? So for example, one of my clients, um, she has a deep educational background in behavioral sciences and she helps unstable families with children with behavioral issues to find balance in the home. And so she wanted to create her own business mentoring moms to help them with tools and strategies that they could use to find that balance, not just so clinically, you know, working in institutions or in schools. So she's got this purpose. And as she's creating her funnel and her things, it's, it's what she thinks her audience or her ideal client wants to see from her. It's very clinical. It's very bullet points. Okay. And as we keep working together, I'm like, there's something that's missing. I'm like, you're not tapping into the full gift that is you. And as it turns out, she reads Oracle cards. She um, has vast experience in 
knowledge with the healing power of crystals. She's a Reiki master. She's an NLP practitioner. She has all these other gifts that she could be bringing to her business. She's also like a, a moon cycle expert. Like she has this wealth of knowledge that I'd be like, sign me up for that program, not the white vanilla plain bread one that you thought I wanted, right? So it's finding out like, what are those things that you're totally passionate about and how can you package that in a way that could be monetized? Well, and bring your, like, that's so, the, what do you call it? The nail on the head, like, she had this way that she thought that people wanted her to show up. And once you realize it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with just fully letting your entire freak out. <laughs> and, and once you do that, it's like someone somewhere out there needs to hear that. And you never going to even imagine the kind of audience that you will have once you let that happen. So it's not about thinking through what do I need to do so that the society accepts the way I'm doing it. But yes. like, people, your tribe will find you. Yes. Well, she was, she was hiding her light. She was hiding her woo. These are all tools and strategies that she can give to her clients mm -hmm. to tap into when things are out of balance to bring them back into alignment. And these are her people. Now that she's put that out there, I mean, she is like bringing people in her program left and right. She's doing Reiki initiative. She's doing readings that she's charging for. Like her business just took off. Incredible. So when we talk about finding that perfect alignment, it is let the freak out, like you said. I mean, <laughs> freak out. I mean, yes. you can do you because it's the only way that you can do. And that sounds very Dr. Seussical, but like, the let's only way. Rip it all apart down to the bare bones. And that's, if you take nothing else away from today, that's it. Yep. Amen. Amen to that. And I wanted to touch really quickly on the, on the woo, because we keep saying that for, for people who, you know, it used to freak me out, the woo, and it used to be like, well, that stuff's weird, you know, like, I don't, I don't want to go there. It might be demonic, especially, you know, coming from a religious house, yeah, yeah, like, oh, sure. you're sell selling your soul. What do you consider the woo, and what, what does that mean to you, this, this world? How can we take away the stereotype and, and really give it new light? I think it's more spirituality. Okay, so it's tapping into your higher self, your source, your connection, your God, your goddess, whoever it is that you worship, it's that inside of you. It's being the best version of yourself for the world, for the collective, for your community, for your family, for yourself, for your clients, but also taking care of the earth. Many of us, depending on your astrological sign or your personality type, design, whatever, you can be very pie in the sky, very much a dreamer and idealist, which I am, a Pisces. And so I'm always like, oh, we could do this, we could do this. And like, this is going to happen. My husband's very practical. And he's like, okay, this is what's in the bank. <laughs> and here's what we're doing. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but there is this, this grounding aspect to it that, of spirituality that brings you back to yourself, that brings you back to alignment with yourself and what you want to achieve and what you want to give and, and be and do and have. That connection with the earth can go into the study of the healing power of crystals and things that come of the earth, right? Um, which I love. Herbs and gardening and putting your bare feet in the earth and going for a walk in nature and learning different ways to look after yourself when, when things aren't going right or when you're feeling that like energy building up to go, okay, I need to step away from this. And I also, I never, like you, got too much into it because I thought, it was sinful or I was maybe going to go to hell or things would be really bad if I even like mm -hmm. knew about it. 
but then I came to like realize certain patterns. Like I get really anxious and tired and overwhelmed leading up to a full moon. Mm-hmm. But on a new moon, I'm like excited and happy and energetic. And, and I started recognizing these patterns and I'm like, maybe there is more to this than this woo philosophy. Like maybe it's, it's actually a thing. Maybe there's actually like scientific evidence that we are affected by the tides and and the earth and the air and the wind and the fire. And think about it. If you go outside in nature and you take a walk in the in the woods or on the beach and you're breathing in that fresh air, don't you just feel better? Oh, a hundred percent. Every yeah. time. So it's 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 getting outside, it's being in nature, it's getting back to your true self, whether that whether that looks like meditation or yoga. There's all different kinds of tools and terms and systems that you can use to to tap into that best level version of yourself. And that's what it means to be in a long story short, I guess. <laughs> no, that was really perfectly put. I think that it's not about something else. It's not about obsession. It's not about utter reliance of your life's path on these cards or on this crystal. It's connection and it's bringing yourself back to center. And I absolutely, there is a reason why centuries ago, women all menstruated during the full moon together. I mean, there, there's a connection. It's been lost over time, but there's a way to tap back into that and Mother Earth and the things around us. And once we do, you can't help but notice the calm that it brings you and the peace that it brings you. And, I, and you hit it perfectly. It's just a connection with, with your higher self. And that's how you get there. And taking from nature what it intended for us. I mean, we are... In the USA, 5% of the world's population, but yet we consume 80% of the world's pharmaceuticals. Yeah. And this is hilarious, just a little off the subject. But the other day, I took it upon myself to rearrange all of the furniture in the living room so that we could make room for our Christmas tree because we set up on it. Well, I didn't ask my husband to help. And here I'm moving around like heavy duty, like sofas and rugs and end tables and lamps and things. And no big deal. Another room looks beautiful. I used to be an interior designer. So it's like, oh, just as it should be. Well, a couple of days later, I am like on my back on the couch, like muscles pulled, can barely walk, tried everything, took Advil, lotions, potions, all the things, nothing worked. And I was like, oh, I have this essential oil. Maybe that'll work. And it's all natural plants, herbs from the earth. And I started just slathering it on. (laughs) And the pain went away within a matter of hours. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's also like doing things in a more natural way. It's softening your path. It's, it's taking a minute to just be in, back to what, in nature and coming back to what the earth gives to us. I, I, I think it's so beautiful. It might sound really hippy-dippy, but I just... I really no. It's, there's a reason. There's a reason that it's here. There's a reason that we can take these herbs and we can turn them into medicine. Like that, That's why it's here. There was, like, centuries ago, people weren't healing themselves with loads of antibiotics and prescriptions and Xanax. You know, there's a time and place for modern medicine, absolutely. But I think that there's always a balance to everything in life and bringing a natural in can only do you good. It can only help you. So opening yourself to that, I think, is really important. Amazing. Well, when we uh, wrap up here, I, I just, anything else that you want to say to the women listening, any tips you have for furthering your knowledge into this, maybe some of the programs that you're offering, uh, and then where to find you? Yes, absolutely. Well, the first thing looking back that I would have done differently was to hire a business mentor. 
Um, I bumped around in the dark for years trying to DIY it myself. Um, and it got me nowhere except for burnout really fast. So I would love just reach out to me anytime. My inbox is always open. I love answering questions. Um, I have an email sequence that I send out with all kinds of amazing business tips and strategies, mindset, spirituality. So if, you, if any of this jams with you today, um, for sure, get on that list. I do work one-to-one with clients with the same outline and structure of my program, Rose Alchemy Circle, which is a container of 11 women. Um, it's a blended program, so it's a group setting and a Facebook group where you can share your work for constructive feedback ask any questions. No such thing as a stupid question. Um, once a week, we meet as a group on a Zoom for Q&A. You get access to one-on-one coaching with me within that program. Um, we have other coaches that come in and share about breath work and how to hire teams and sustain that and leverage out all the different systems after you've found your purpose and created your soul business. Where do you go from there? So it doesn't just end with, okay, the six months is over. What do I do now? So it's, it's a pretty incredible program. I'm really passionate about it. And it's, it's a blend of the divine feminine with the divine masculine, because again, you got to show up and take action and be consistent. You can't just be over here playing with crystals all day and hoping it's going to happen. <laughs> right. So you have programs for all levels of whether you're just starting out, whether you're needing guidance yeah. into this world. Well, I think, if you... I think, and there are a couple of, of the Rose Alchemy programs that run at the same time. So you'd be put in the place that you would fit best. But I love having women of, of different levels because you can learn from somebody who's further ahead of you, not just me. That group setting is amazing with the connections and the relationships you're going to make. You can learn from somebody who's farther ahead than you, but the person who's farther ahead can also learn from the person who's just getting started to say, oh, these are some of the questions or concerns that might come up in my group program or with some of my clients in the future. And this is how this person is learning this differently than perhaps other people I've worked with in the past. So it's, it is a, a really beautiful blend of different levels in, in business for sure. Amazing. And guys, can I just say that, yes, it all comes from you. Yes, you are the creator of your world, but having a healer, a coach, a mentor, a guide along the way is one of the most powerful things you can do on your journey, period. It, you know, coaches have coaches for reasons. Tony Robbins has a coach for a reason, you know, God, like it's to be held in your space and to be amplified by the energy of that person. So definitely give Sarah a, a check out on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, tell them really quickly where they can find you on Instagram and Facebook. I'm everywhere at Sarah with an H, Rose, like the flower, global. So anywhere just... Pop me a message and let's connect. I would love it. Amazing. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for the chat. It was beautiful. And I think that so many people out there will be able to relate. And if, and if not relating yet, definitely feeling into this, into this world and what it can bring and what it can do for your life. So thank you so much again for having the conversation with me and, and telling your story. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. I loved it. Yay. All right. We'll see you later, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of next level you if you like what you hear please let me know in a review and don't forget to click that subscribe button to follow along you can find me on instagram at aubrey.thomas i cannot wait to share what's coming next so stay tuned and as always keep rising ladies <laughs>